0: All bad things. Tragedies,
1: disasters. Bad things.
0: Trigger warning for everything possible.
1: What? (laughs) Meow. I'm Rachel. And I'm David.
0: And this is All Bad Things.
1: Welcome, everybody. Welcome.
0: <laughs> Follow us into Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitch at AllBadThingsPod. Email us allbadthingspod at gmail.com. Join our Facebook discussion group and our Discord.
1: Do all of those things. Indeed. In that In that order. hmm Twitter for now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Twitter for now. They, uh... Twitter for
1: now, Twitter for always. We should make shirts.
0: Because <laughs> um, they for some reason, flagged my promo of last week's episode as being sensitive content. All yeah. it said was, this week's episode is about wrestling and the death of Owen Hart. That's all it said. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. It's, it's weird. Literally I, I, never I mean, had
0: anything flagged before.
1: I'm not on it enough anymore to have noticed you know, a huge difference in Twitter. Mm-hmm. There is a difference. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Plus I'm a, I I'm a new person it. on Twitter now, so of <laughs> course it's true. So of course it's different. <laughs> you
0: haven't curated your Twitter. I yet. have not.
1: No. My totally. my old account, I mean, I had that for like twelve years, yeah. something like that. I mean <laughs> <laughs> It was permanently suspended. <laughs> yeah. So Thanks like, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Obama. Obamna.
0: <laughs> there
1: there's a clip of Donald Trump calling him Obamna and it's Like accidentally? Yes. Oh. It's hilarious how he says it. It's like Obamna. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I mean, well, Kanye West got suspended <laughs> again. I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I mean it goes Batman sh- has problems.
1: Yeah, I mean it go- it goes to show you that no, this is why you have to have to have some policing on social media, otherwise it turns into Nazis.
0: Well you can't let people I mean har- like Legally harass other people. No, you can't. That's that's <laughs> and actually hate speech. That's that's, that's not, actually illegal. That's not protected speech. Yeah.
1: Hate speech is harassing somebody is not like hate you,
0: speech is, is not protected. Yes, it is. Not as not if it's a threat.
1: The, correct, but has to it has to be a threat.
0: I would posit that it's always much a threat. Hate speech is a threat. Yes. But
1: I mean, you could say like, I hate um, the USA goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. So that's the you know what. Yeah.
0: You, I mean, obviously,
1: you don't hate him. To, you're just...
0: Being hyperbolic. Yeah, you're yeah. just
1: sad that the USA lost 3-1. to one.
0: <laughs> Is that what happened today? <laughs>
1: that is what happened today.
0: How about your Bills?
1: Uh, they are on... <coughs> speaking of threes, uh-huh. they won three games in 12 days. Mm. All on the road.
0: That's quite a bit. Yes. Yeah.
1: So they're right back into being... I don't know if they'll get the one seat at this point, mm-hmm. but they're right back to being, okay... Like they're not blowing teams out, but they're winning games, and at this point,
0: who might be the number one team?
1: Uh, might be Kansas City. Hmm. That loss against Minnesota, where we should have won,
0: yeah, that's gonna bite them.
1: You know it will. I mean, it, that loss that I was at last year to Jacksonville, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I said right then, I was like, I was like, this is gonna have Come like back. a big mm-hmm. impact, like in the playoffs, Yeah. and it sure as hell did. Playoffs. I mean, we still beat Kansas City up until 13 seconds left. <laughs> but anyway, that game would have been in Buffalo uh-huh. if we had just won that game uh-huh. in Jacksonville, which that we should have beaten them like 38 to six, and we lost nine to six.
0: Yeah, because you insisted on going to Jacksonville.
1: Such as being a Bills fan, but they did win the game I went to this year.
0: Yes, that's true. For the first I, I time mean, in a uh, while. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, which
1: was a great regular season game. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that had. I'm sure that was one of the highest rated games mm. during the season. But uh, yeah. I mean, I feeling good, but could be feeling better. Yeah. But that's such as sports.
0: White Lightning's feeling okay.
1: Nah, eh, shouldn't be. Just
0: saying. <laughs> um, in terrible things news. Um, this is something that really got me, and I told told you about it. But the fact that Peacock, which is NBC's mm-hmm. streaming app. Paid Casey Anthony.
1: Yeah, for a show?
0: For a documentary yeah. thing. I don't know if it's a single thing or a series or whatever. The only reason I have Peacock is because of the Real Housewives and Top Chef. And The Office. Yes, The Office is on there, too. Um, and Fraser. And, <coughs> and, but <laughs> And, a few and Sunday Night okay, Football. so there's a few things. <laughs> I use it but, for Sunday Night Football. like, so, she did it. She killed yeah, her daughter. I mean, yeah. It's horrific. Yeah. Um, she was found not guilty. She was found not guilty. It gui- doesn't mean she's innocent. Exactly. <laughs> not, not
1: guilty just means mm-hmm. not guilty.
0: Yep. Uh, she's <laughs> up there with, like, O.J. Simpson and yeah. famous people who that, were acquitted. Did he
1: ever find the killer? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he was looking for him for a while.
0: Oh, my God. After
1: he got acquitted. Yeah. He was looking.
0: So, the worst case scenario is that they paid a woman who murdered her young daughter.
1: And, it's, I mean, and she was such a terrible person before that. And she was just kind of a piece of
0: shit human from the beginning.
1: Like, uh, barely qualified as, like, a human being. Like, like, really.
0: Well, who, who was really horrible to a lot of people. Yeah. and did a lot of horrible yeah, things. Yeah, that's,
1: that's why I'm, you know, that's what I mean by barely qualified as a human being.
0: And it, it's not like an Amanda Knox story where no. maybe there were some people who thought maybe no, she, she did was, it or something. She was just caught up in a
1: shit situation, but she didn't fucking do anything. I you know? don't think so. No. And she, uh,
0: she got out of it yeah. eventually, but... The, that's the worst case scenario. The best case scenario is still terrible. The best case scenario is that she is exploiting her dead daughter to get money. Yeah. That her daughter's death is her meal ticket. Yeah. And that's well, it's really fucking gross. it's
1: been a lot of people's.
0: It has. And that is... Even people who didn't do stuff. I mean, what's... And it, what's it's her, horrible.
1: What's her name that had the, the show for a while? The murder show.
0: Um... <laughs> What's her name with the murder uh, show?
1: The, like, conservative lady on, like... Oh, uh, Nancy Grace. Yes. Didn't yeah. her
0: boyfriend get murdered or something? I don't
1: remember. Her first husband or something. I don't yeah. know. But anyway. Yeah. Like, she she made... Oh, yeah. Fucking millions off that.
0: She sure did. It's, uh... <sighs> it's... Um, Is she even around anymore? She, <clears> mu- oh, she must I don't be. know. She Speaking must of have, Casey Anthony, yeah. she was huge in the Casey Anthony days. Yeah. She... She hated Casey yeah, Anthony. Yes, very much so. <laughs> and then now, interestingly, Katie, Casey Anthony is exploiting the death of somebody. Oh my God, yeah. Mm. So anyway,
1: what what did that have to do with Peacock?
0: That they're the ones who paid her to yeah. do it. Oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's straight on lo- Peacock. I got, I got, I'm not going to watch I got it. lost on a... <laughs> Nancy Grace path. Yes. Um, but I do recommend the last podcast on the left's breakdown about Casey Anthony.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's the only uh, Same mm-hmm. reference I have to it.
0: Same. And it yeah. was
1: t- They did two episodes of that, and they were both pretty funny. But also, yeah. as they always are, very informative. Yep,
0: very well-researched and informative, yep. So, all right. So, so, what do you have for us today for, for a script?
1: I do not have anything. Oh, really? You've got one under the table, Yeah, yeah.
0: that's interesting, because mm-hmm. weren't you going to do a script? I was. Yeah, how'd that go?
1: Well, things in life happen. <laughs>
0: I have to give you a little shit. Okay. Next week, right? Sure. <laughs> please. Yeah. I'm asking that you, if yes. you could please. <laughs> and I'll do the Christmas miracle soon. Oh, okay. Which will come out on my birthday. Yes, it will. All right. So we have another uh, stellar contribution. And I know that that pause made it sound sarcastic. I did not mean that. I was trying to figure out a superlative it, because it's legit. This is another Steven script. Steven, one of oh, our yes. absolute regulars who never disappoints. Uh, none of you do, to be clear. Nobody disappoints us. But uh, Steven's prolific. He's one of our more prolific con- contributors.
1: Contributors.
0: Also, rumor has it that Lee might be up to. Adding another script to the pile. Oh. I've been hoarding his script because I it was his last. Okay. Um, that it, it, it was going to be his last, but some things changed, and so he's like, "Is it okay?" If, I'm like, "Oh my god, is it okay?" Of course. So, so we may be we may be getting another lead script, which oh, is fabulous. Okay. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Getting a script right. from anybody is nice. <laughs> it is Believe It us.
0: Absolutely is. <laughs>
1: Otherwise, like, it would have ended when you. The episode would have ended when you'd ask me, like, so what'd you do for research? Like, you <laughs> be, like, be, like, right. be like, this has been another episode of All Bad Things. <laughs> it was just an intro. Because <laughs> what was I doing this week? Not things.
0: Studying for my final tomorrow. Yeah,
1: who wants to do that?
0: Uh, not me, but I'm <laughs> yeah. doing it. Yeah. All right. Not me,
1: that's why I'm not going to school.
0: <laughs> this, yep, that's right. Um. So this is the story of introduced animals in Australia and New Zealand, a.k.a. invasive species. Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. okay. Yep. Sources are Wikipedia, the Australian government, the Department of Agriculture, Water, and the Environment, WWF Australia, that would be the World Wildlife Fund, not the World Wrestling Federation, (laughs) WWF Australia and Nature.com.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, Owen Hart... Or fortunately, rather, Owen Hart will not be in this episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You're all right there. A little. Yes. Little, uh, do you ever
0: yeah. do you ever take a sip and then for some reason your throat's just like I'm not swallowing?
1: Oh yeah, sometimes. Occasionally, sure. right? Yeah. It's
0: very weird. But anyway, it's, uh, it's the <coughs> it's the
1: ruby grapefruit. The <laughs>
0: white claw. White claw. <laughs>
1: white claw. There you go.
0: I'm, Nothing I, but class. I,
1: yes, I've got my national local to yes. class it up even more. So. We should be getting free stuff from each, <laughs> each company by now if we had done this right.
0: Right. There is a nonsense song released in 1953 by Burl Ives, who, if I'm not mistaken, either did White Christmas or, like, he's he was a oh. famous, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did White Christmas. I could, Anyway. Anyway, a song by Burl Ives called There Was an Old Lady Who Swallowed a Fly.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Do you know the song? I mean, I know, like the it's like a <clears throat> children's thing. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. like
0: a little novelty kid song,
1: right? Yeah. So it goes. So he's the one that literally wrote this? Yeah, well, well a
0: human wrote it. Yes. Yeah. Well,
1: but still, like, what's his name? <clears throat>
0: Burl Ives. Have you Burl? Had, had
1: Burl Ives?
0: Yeah, had you not heard of Burl Ives? No, it oh, sounds okay. like it
1: sounds like one word.
0: No, Burl B-U-R-L.
1: I've never heard that for Ives, a name. I-V-E-S. Burl.
0: I've only heard it in the sense of Burl Ives.
1: Okay.
0: He's it. It's I mean you, you'd have it's a. It's not a deep cut. He was very popular, but, like, in the
1: 50s. Yeah, of course you can so. give us a whole <laughs> dissertation about <laughs> Burl Ives, but if an ACDC, or no, I'm sorry, if it's a Metallica or an Alice in song, you don't know who's who.
0: Not really. <laughs> I don't really care who's who. That's should. the problem. Well, you should,
1: exactly, that is the problem. <laughs> you should care.
0: Um. All right, so th- these are the lyrics, and i will see if I can remember the tune. So, I know an old lady who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly, perhaps she'll die. Have you never heard this? Uh, yeah, like, okay. not,
1: not since I was like seven. I know,
0: right? There was an old lady who swallowed a spider that wiggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly, perhaps she'll die. It's a very morbid song. <laughs> and then I don't know th- how, if this ha- part has a tune. She goes on to eat bigger and bigger things until she swallows a horse. The, oh, uh, this, this isn't part of the song. Gotcha. Um, until she swallows a horse. The last line is she's dead, of course. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this Serves her right. This song was <clears throat> actually specifically featured in Mr. Holland's Opus. Do you remember that film? Did you I ever see Mr. I Holland's Opus? don't think I did see that. No, I didn't. <gasps> With Richard Dreyfuss? Yeah, I never About saw that. him being a music teacher? <gasps> yeah, I didn't.
1: Yeah, I wasn't... You need to
0: watch Mr. Holland's Opus. Do you know I'm the plot sh- of it? I don't. Oh, we need to watch Mr. Holland's Opus. It's a good movie.
1: Okay. Mhm. Mm.
0: For the time, it's a good movie. But it's... It came it, out, of
1: what, like, 93 or something Yeah,
0: like, like that? mid-90s. And it follows a, a music school... Or, no, a music teacher in a high school from, like, the 60s until his retirement. It's... It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I
1: was into grunge in 93. Yeah. I know. You, you can take your little band geek movie. And... <coughs> it's not a
0: band geek. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was very highly. I remember it being. It was like a, It
1: was nominated for yeah, all the probably. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. All the. It was all, it was all there.
0: Yeah, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> it had everything. All right. So sugarcane was brought to Australia with the first fleet in 1788, but early attempts were not very successful. Um, I imagine to to propagate it as a crop. It was not until the crop was moved north from New South Wales to Queensland that things started to change. In 1862, the first successful sugarcane plantation was established near Brisbane by Captain Lewis Hope and John Buhote. Captain Hope operated Australia's first commercial sugar mill. By this time, convicts, as we know, of course, (coughs) Australia was a penal colony for England in the early days.
1: Must have been fun.
0: Convicts were no longer being transported to the colony, so people were imported from the Pacific Islands as cheap labor. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, near slave enslavement, if not actual enslavement. This for some, you know, it was. I'm sure. I'm
1: sure in certain regions, uh, you know, certain laborers probably made deals with certain owners, and yeah, maybe Mm -hmm. at best you had feudalism. Yeah, like, right. Like, that was your best like option. Like, little
0: fiefdoms, yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, there was most likely a mix of that, slavery, and, like, serfdom, too, probably. Yeah. yeah. Who the hell knows. Let's, let's just, I'll be fortunate we weren't around. Yeah,
0: exactly. This, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's still better now than it was then, if only for the internet. A <laughs> little bit. <clears throat> you know.
1: Make strides.
0: Yeah. Uh, this business model was adopted by other people starting out in the sugar cane industry. While some islanders came voluntarily, many were brought under false pretenses and were virtually treated like slaves. I'm sure the, that last little chat that we just had, Stephen was like, oh my God, will you please just read the next <laughs> sentence? Because I literally <laughs> say that. Sugarcane was cut by hand, and before long, there were over 62,500 islanders working in Queensland.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: For that time, especially, that's mm. a ton. On the 1st of January 1901, Australia's six British colonies became one nation. Oh, that's interesting. I was jan- so it's one one one. Huh? Oh, His well.
1: how Australian about,
0: how about that? One of the first things the new federal government did was pass the ooh boy White Australia policy. There
1: you go. <clears <clears <throat> oh, oh, boy. Well, well, at least they weren't trying to be. Oh my goodness. At least they weren't trying to hide it.
0: No, no, no.
1: <laughs> we'll just put it right out there. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we'll name it. These are the ground rules.
0: I I don't think that's the WAP that uh, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion were talking about.
1: don't think so.
0: Get it, white Australian policy. We all get it. Before long, most of the (laughs) islanders were deported. The job was taken over by Italian and European immigrants. Cutting sugarcane was done by hand with a cane knife, basically a machete with a hook at the tip. It was hot work. Many of these people managed to save up enough to buy their own small sugarcane farms. Interesting. Well, because they were white people, so they were being paid for. It, True. Probably. The growth of the sugarcane industry has caused quite a few problems in Australia. <clears throat> the area used in sugarcane farming is still expanding, taking away the land inhabited by several threatened species. The mahogany glider, southern cassowary, porcupine rock wallaby, Mary River tortoise, and the Mary River cod are all endangered species that are being squeezed out due to forests being cut down to produce sugar.
1: Yeah, and, and cassowaries have like some sort of uh, like unique link to.
0: It's a bird. I know. But they, <laughs> I know that. I, I, <laughs> that's yes. all I know. <laughs> but they have
1: like a unique link to dinosaurs in some sort of. Oh,
0: way. really? Oh, I that's interesting. I think
1: so. I mean, they look... Oh,
0: were they the dino birds? They're the they dino co- birds. Yeah, dino I was gonna man. say they fucking mm-hmm. look
1: like dinosaurs for Christ's sake. Yeah,
0: that's, yeah, they like the weirdest looking. Uh, well,
1: bird. I mean, I mean, there are. I mean, uh, crocodiles were around. You know, I mean, all sorts of species that we have today, mm-hmm. lesser known ones, mm-hmm. were around during the prehistoric times. Yeah. But that's. I'm pretty sure there's like Including some humans, sort of like humans,
0: David, because the earth is only six thousand years old. That's right, and, they and dinosaurs and humans
1: coexisted. Yep that would not go well at all <laughs> no <laughs> just watch jurassic park yeah. like seriously
0: <laughs> yeah <clears throat> oh sorry I got a froggy throat today um i think I,
1: it's, it's just a humid musty rainy crappy no, day it's just well, like a
0: this dry air for the mm-hmm. winter is hitting me strong this year i don't know why It takes a lot of water to grow sugar cane. It takes nine gallons, or 34 liters of water, to create one teaspoon of raw sugar. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, if you have, like, a Coke, which has a lot of sugar in it, like, it's gallons and gallons of water.
1: Well, I mean, I know what it takes uh, to purify amino acids. Mm -hmm. And we were using... Kiloliters of water for every batch. I can't
0: imagine what the water bill is. Oh, I fucking... Millions, probably. (laughs) Hundreds of thousands, Uh I would Uh think.
1: I mean, we have water running there uh, when I worked there all the time. Yeah, All the time.
0: Man. Uh, More than half of the Australian sugarcane crop relies on either full or supplementary irrigation. The Great Barrier Reef is one of the seven natural wonders of the world. Oh, I... I kind of hate hearing about the Great Barrier Reef because I know how bad it is now because of everything humans have done. It is home to thousands of species of marine life. It is so big, the Great Barrier Reef is the only living thing visible from space. I was just going to
1: say, yeah, you can see it from space. Yeah.
0: The reef is one of the largest carbon sinks in the world. This means it is absorbing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, slowing global warming. And we're destroying it. Sugar cane is the major agricultural crop in the area around the Great Barrier Reef. There are about 3,000 farms covering 360,000. <laughs> it take me forever to realize that's what that comma meant. <laughs> ah, hectares in this area. Area. <laughs> area. Oh, my God. Well, hectic is a tough word. It is. I've just been, I've been crunching numbers to study and my, I think my brain is just right. Also, I'm trying to set my sleep cycle, so I'm deliberately sleep deprived. Lots of things going on. All right. All
1: right. Let's do it.
0: I was trying to find my place. Okay. All right. Some of these farms are over 100 years old. This accounts for 95% of Australia's raw sugar production. Fertilizers, fine sediments and pesticides that are used in sugarcane mm. are affecting water quality. Due to farm runoff on the, the nitrogen in the fertilizers not absorbed by the sugarcane is causing algal blooms. juvenile crown of thorn starfish feed on the algae and the population of these starfish has now reached plague proportions. Mm. Wow. These starfish are not native to Australia. A crown of thorn thorns starfish can eat six square meters of coral a year that's a lot that's wild they are responsible for destroying 40 percent of the coral in the great barrier reef damn starfish
1: yeah i mean that's,
0: man
1: i mean you, you change around ecosystems mm-hmm. and, or We're introduce really good at that. yeah or just mm-hmm. introduce just this one thing Look at, yeah. look at what
0: what one dumb starfish did yeah oh. uh-huh the sediments, pesticides, and herbicides in the runoff from the cane fields damage the seagrass growing in the reef. Seagrass is a major food source and a home for the fish inhabiting the reef. While the growth of sugarcane has had a negative effect on Australian wildlife, one of the attempts to deal with insect damage on sugarcane has been completely devastating. The giant cane toad.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what why it's named that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stephen mentioned in the, um, email when he sent the script, uh, that I think you had mentioned it maybe in the Python episode, cause we did do that as mm-hmm. an invasive yep. species or something yep. a while back. So yeah,
1: you did it. It was the, mm-hmm. we did a whole thing in the Everglades.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in the, when we were still recording yes. on our bed. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: We've come a long way.
0: (laughs) Have we? We've come across the hall. Yeah.
1: It's a long way. A long way from where we were.
0: Uh, Abby did mention on uh, Twitter, she's like, wow, it's amazing how the early episodes sound like we're talking in a tin can. It's like, yeah, (laughs) basically it
1: does. I have not listened to one of our earlier ones in quite a while. Man,
0: I I'm sure they don't sound great. Oh, God. I can't even imagine. We've been in here for about a year now. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Giant cane toad, That's right. One of the biggest problems for people growing sugar cane is damage by insects. There are 19 different types of cane beetles in Australia that have larvae that can damage the sugar cane through feeding on the plant's roots. It was not long before far- farmers started looking for an easy way to mitigate the damage caused by the larvae. Gray-backed beetles are native to Australia. The adult beetles live at the top of the sugar cane and eat the leaves. While this damages the plants, it is the grub of this beetle that does the most damage. The grubs live underground and feed on the roots of the plant and can stunt the growth of the sugar cane or even kill it completely. Mm. By 1935, the Queensland Bureau of Sugar Experiment Stations, specific, sure. had experimented with various insecticides, parasitic fungi, and insects to deal with the beetles, but none were cost effective because that's the most uh,
1: that is the most important thing. Absolutely. Solving the problem. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if it's cost effective, sure. Right. If it's not, you know, we'll we'll just mm-hmm. create a whole set of new problems because we don't want to pay for the ones that we had the the money to pay for in the first place. Yep.
0: Business is very short-sighted. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. At first glance, the giant... So is, so is capitalism, by the way. Yeah. Very short Well, the
1: whole, that's the whole point. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Make uh-huh. a profit
1: every quarter, no matter yep. what.
0: And increase your profits every quarter. Mm-hmm. At first glance, the giant cane toad, or Bufo Marinus, from South America seemed to some to be the ideal answer. It is a large, warty, dark brown amphibian that can weigh up to 1.5 kilograms or 3.3 pounds. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm
1: going to take a pass on that.
0: The toad can grow to the size of a dinner plate. Ew! No, that's, that's fucking big. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Yeah.
1: There's a... I mean, man, uh, the continent of Australia...
0: Oh, it has some wild stuff has, <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine,
1: like, being dropped off on that motherfucker in, like, 1750. Mm-hmm. And, like, going for a walk because you probably weren't going to make it very far. Well, you
0: wouldn't have seen king toads back then, though.
1: You wouldn't have, mm-hmm. but well, you still would have seen Oh, yeah, plenty of stuff. Crocodiles
0: and <laughs> bugs. snakes. And lots ducking. of. Lots of interesting bugs. No. Mm-hmm.
1: No thanks. Yeah, no, no. It's dangerous as fuck there today still. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> imagine 300 um, years ago.
0: What is it that they get not... Infrequently in their toilets, like snakes. Oh yeah, oh,
1: and spiders. There's fucking yeah. Oh, there's all. Oh my god. Ugh. There's uh, human-sized bats that fucking live there. And
0: when I was a yeah. kid, my dad told me a story about a scorpion on the underside of a toilet lid. Yeah, it's creepy. And that like made me look under the toilet seat for like <laughs> for a year ten after years. that. <laughs> Occasionally, Occasionally I still, still do think of it. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, just gotta make sure.
0: I should remind him how he uh, traumatized me with that so he can apologize again. Anyway. Because yeah. <laughs> my poor dad. There are, he's always apologizing. Like there are
1: so many different ways you can die. You know, <laughs> how to die in Australia. Australia? Yeah. <laughs> it's a giant it's, book because yeah. there's so there's many ways. Like, yeah, there's at least like 750,000.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's the dead of summer there now.
1: That it is. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Almost the summer solstice. Yeah. Good Indeed. for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the cane toad begins life as an egg. Female toads can lay between 8,000 and 25,000 eggs at one time. These eggs are black in color and are laid in a long string of jelly. Ew, yeah. ew, ew. Yeah. Strings of eggs can stretch up to 20 meters or 66 feet. And, like, this is just disgusting. Each egg is 2 millimeters in diameter. The amount of time it takes for the eggs to hatch into tadpoles decreases in hotter conditions, but tadpoles typically emerge from eggs in in 48 hours. Cane-toed tadpoles are a shiny black color on top and have a plain dark blue-slash-gray or black belly. They are quite small and only grow up to about 30 millimeters or just over an inch long in length. The tadpole's tail makes up two-thirds of the total length. They tend to swim in large, slow-moving groups. It takes between three to twenty weeks for tadpoles to change into cane toads. Hot weather speeds up the process. This, I, I am not specifically like reptile phobic per se. No, me neither. But toads are kind of gross. A
1: little bit, yeah.
0: They're not pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by, you know, conventional standards. <laughs> yes, and right. the long string of jelly is not helping. No,
1: it's not helping at all. Um but uh and the fact that some of them can be the size of a dinner plate. That's yeah. not okay. Yeah. That's not, that's, not, that's, that's not a big that's a big weird-looking thing. Like a big blob-looking <sighs> kind of thing with feet.
0: That hops? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. As well as insects, cane toads will eat almost everything, including dog food and household rubbish. You.
1: <laughs> what, just, they're like, whatever we can get our hands uh, on.
0: Oh, yeah. They will also feed on rodents and birds. Sure. <laughs> frog, uh, uh, bird hunting frog. Yeah. They hunt mainly by sight, but are also able to use their sense of smell as sure. well. I would not put that, well, no, no, because no, snakes are good at smelling that's, too, right? Yeah, yeah. huh.
1: Yeah. they operate pretty much everything. hmm
0: They have many predators in their native environment. These include the broad-snouted caiman, the banded cat-eyed snake, catfish, bullet ants, ibises, and many species of eels. In 1932, cane toads were introduced to Oahu in Hawaii to help control cane beetles. Mm. This There was one major problem. The beetles live at the top of the sugar cane, and as the toads <laughs> yeah, cannot yeah, climb... They, they can't get... A, they can't get
1: their... <laughs> they are specifically a bottom feeder. Yeah, they like cannot quite, hop. Like, like, quite literally.
0: Yes. They cannot <laughs> climb, so the beetles are safe sitting yeah, between just six like, to eight feet yeah. above the toads.
1: Like, hey, what's going on down there? Mm-hmm. Don't you wish you could be up here?
0: Right? Like, but, taunting but, them. But you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, the, the Frenchman who insults the knights in Monty Python.
1: Yeah.
0: Now go ahead before I insult you a third time. <laughs> Unfortunately, an Australian government entomologist didn't wait to see the results of Hawaii's experiment. He had read a paper presented to the Congress of the International Society of Sugarcane Technologists in Puerto Rico.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a think of how important of a crop this is. <laughs>
0: I mean, so there is there is there is definitely
1: going to be an R and D department yeah. somewhere,
0: and a whole international society. Yeah, yeah. He also didn't take into account that the wildlife and weather conditions of Australia are quite different to those in Puerto Rico. It was also far too early for the effects of the cane toad's introduction in Hawaii on the local wildlife to take place. The island in the Caribbean was home to the Puerto Rican crested toad. This native toad was already in decline due to extensive deforestation, and after the introduction of the giant cane toad, they were thought to become extinct. Many of the areas cleared for agriculture in Puerto Rico eventually became unproductive and began to regenerate. Coffee has taken over from sugar as a crop. The Puerto Rican crested toad was rediscovered in 1992. Hmm. They are still struggling to survive in the wild. In June 1935, the Australian government imported 102 toads. It's wild how what small numbers they start from sometimes. Well, and,
1: I mean, as we <clears throat> as the process was laid out, it doesn't take much mm-mm. for them to
0: two technically. Yeah. Yep. 102 toads into Australia and started breeding them in the far north of Queensland. Two months later, 2,400 toads were released. In less than two months after being set free, the number of toads had increased at least 24-fold. Yeah. More toads were released in Cairns and Innisfail. There was an entomologist that wrote about his concerns about the cane toad. He pointed out that the toads had no natural predators... They could breed all year round.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of true.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, because this isn't their natural environment.
1: Yeah, so there's nothing there.
0: That's been established ev- ev- as their
1: evolution hasn't gotten there yet.
0: Well, yeah. there's yeah. nothing that's been established as their predator. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: like in a thousand years there will be, but well, or but not, even but not right now, or
0: even you know relatively yeah. soon. Yeah. But in the meantime,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they can be so prolific, that's, you know. That's
1: yeah, I got mm-hmm. never thought of that. Yeah angle, but sure.
0: He managed to, oh uh, yeah, he managed to get any more releases banned for a short while, but less than a year later, toads were released all around Queensland. This was not the first animal introduced into Australia to cause problems. On average, there are plagues of mice every four or five years in Eastern Australia. This has been a problem since the 1900s. Rabbits, I've heard of this, the rabbit as an invasive species in australia rabbits have caused havoc to crops in both australia and new zealand
1: sure yeah we know we know rabbits will do nothing oh but eat goodness. plants all day if they can and they breed like, quickly
0: and easily yeah. they eat their babies too yes they will learned that mm-hmm. when we had pet rabbits mm. yeah saw them killed by the dog uh, mm. the neighbor's dog too oh uh, yeah pretty grim yeah mm. poor rosie and theo It was not long before it became obvious that cane toads were absolutely useless for dealing with gray-backed beetles. First of all, the adult beetles live four to six feet up in the top of the plants, and the grubs live underground, so, like, they can't do anything. The toads are not able to get to them. The beetles are, like, what? (laughs) Like, wouldn't that be the first thought? How are they physically going to get to their prey? You
1: would think, but, you know, you've got companies involved in this, and, like, For this amount of money, we'll contract out this for five million. Who the fuck knows? I'm gonna
0: say something really prejudiced, and I apologize to all all you lovely white men. But fucking men, you guys back in the day, like because (laughs) what what do you mean? I know exactly. (laughs) All you fucking fuckers out there, like making the dumbest ass choices when you just ask literally anybody else. We could have told you.
1: Well, I mean, we we've gone beyond evolution. Most of us should have died off by now, right?
0: Hey,
1: we're, we're like working I, our way I, there. I can tell you plenty of stories. Well, I can tell you a dozen, at least, where it's like, yeah, why are you alive? How? Including
0: yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The beetles are active during the day, and cane toads are nocturnal. Yeah. <laughs> Cane toads need water to survive, and the Australian sugarcane fields are too dry for them. So the cane toads moved to areas that suited them better. So not only did they, like, not like, think of the like, obvious. Like, like, like
1: people's toilets.
0: <laughs> they literally didn't think of anything.
1: No. I mean, no.
0: They're just like, here's a frog. They eat bugs, right? Yeah. Let's go breed them.
1: Yeah. Like, what but fucking the bu- But the bugs are underground, and the other ones we need them to eat are too high for them. And, go that far. Oh, and they need water. They
0: didn't even go that far. That's how fucking stupid these people were.
1: <laughs> it's almost it's, a, it's almost are, like it was done on how
0: dumb people are.
1: Almost like it was done on purpose, right? I mean, you can only not. I'm not definitely. I'm not. We're not going
0: to not conspiracy theorizing. Yes,
1: we, we all know what the end result of that <laughs> is after twenty some years of uh, Alex Jones and his guests. But um... I mean, how could you fuck something up this bad? Like really,
0: never underestimate the absolute incompetence of humans. Yeah,
1: I mean it's, it's pretty scary. <laughs> I mean it really is. Yes. But, but anyway, San Francisco legalized uh, r- police robots to be able to kill people. So oh, that's nice. so that's all good.
0: Excellent. I'm
1: being dead serious. I believe you. <laughs> It was a bill that passed.
0: Sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? It was 1950 when the cane toad was first recognized as a pest in Western Australia. While it was listed as vermin, no serious attempts were made to control the toad population until 1980. There is no shortage of predators in Australia that are capable of catching cane toads. The problem is that these toads have glands that secrete a neurotoxin when they feel threatened. Great! So they're malicious little fuckers, too.
1: They're like, hey, you can get me if you want, but I'm taking you with me.
0: Even the tadpoles of a cane toad are poisonous.
1: Jesus Christ!
0: The toxin is capable of how, killing a human.
1: How, I was just going to say, how did this thing wind up being like an apex? It's not even a predator. It's no, just there. It's just—it's it's, an—it's
0: like Iron Man yeah, in an, toad an, format. Well,
1: Iron Man flies around and does things. <coughs> this is just like a an invincible. A, it's like an apex thing. Like it just exists.
0: And can Like, it's, the,
1: it's not really going to do anything to you if you don't want to harm it. And it's going to harm you a little bit, but... In a oh, gr- no, 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 In a gradual... No, no, no. I'm talking about okay. environmentally. Oh, okay. In a gradual okay. way, but you're not going to notice it for, like, 60 years. So... Yeah. Oh, Jesus. People better get good at, like, spearing.
0: <laughs> well, the you toxin you wanna, you is... You want to hit
1: these guys from far away.
0: The toxin is capable of killing a human if the venom is ingested or if it enters a person's eye. There is at least one documented case of someone dying after mistaking them for bullfrogs. Oh, no. The toxin can affect the heart, blood pressure, and breathing. It can also cause paralysis. The big problem for the carnivores of Australia is that they mistake the keen toads for native frogs and are poisoned when they try to eat them. Mm-hmm. Eating just one large toad can kill most Australian carnivores. Due to the, yeah, due to the fact that the first meal of a giant cane toad will kill a predator, native Australian animals don't get a chance to learn to avoid the toads.
1: Oh, sure. Well, for now.
0: Needless to say, a meal of cane toad will kill a cat or dog.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm.
0: The keel, please, if you live in Australia, don't let your animal outside. No. (laughs) Don't let your pet outside. No. (laughs) Keep them indoors.
1: Yeah. Ah. Yeah, like, that would be, yeah, like. Are there walking trails in Australia? Because I don't want to go down one <laughs> like re- unless it's like glassed in. We will
0: it, when we go to Australia. We will I'm only sure go if to ever going like Sydney, yeah, and Brisbane, and like into Perth. The, the yeah. real populated. I'm not, areas.
1: I'm not going into the anywhere near the fucking. No way.
0: Nothing good happens no. in Australia outside in the out- of the cities. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my
1: yeah, goodness. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would like to go to Sydney.
0: Yeah, me too, very much.
1: Brisbane too. Hmm?
0: The keelback snake seems to be immune to the toxin. Ah. And the red-bellied... One. okay. And okay, the red-bellied okay. with black snake seems to be developing a resistance mm-hmm. to the poison and is already learning how to avoid the toads. In areas invaded by toads, the snakes are starting to evolve smaller heads. Which is wild. This prevents them from eating the larger, more poisonous toads. That's wild so that evolution is taking care of them. Some crows have been seen flipping toads onto their backs so they can eat their non-poisonous undersides. Mm. Some smart-ass crows there. Mm -hmm.
1: If they don't get poisoned first, though.
0: Uh, well, yeah. but if they if it's just their little feet, that mm-hmm. are flipping it. Then yeah. it's not such a big. But it, they deal, can maybe. sneak
1: attack from the sky, and the the, the yeah. toad, toad's never going to see it.
0: Exactly, smart ass birds, smart little birds. Birds are a little terrifying.
1: I always think of uh, I don't know, it was a couple years ago, like twenty feet in front of my car, like right out right out mm-hmm. front, like seeing that hawk just scoop up that squirrel like it was nothing, man. and seeing seeing the hawk fly away, and you could see the squirrel it's like wriggling, man. and I was just like. Yeah, that's. The, you won't be wriggling for long. I was like, "That's the end for you, buddy." Sorry, <laughs> like, but it, it was like just like that, like nothing.
0: Man, we have a lot of birds of prey around yes, here. Yes, we do. It's we got turkey vultures
1: around here. Oh, I saw, I saw one on my bike ride the other day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, other birds have worked out that they can eat the tongues of the toads without uh, getting sick. They're torturing. <laughs> yeah. Some native Australian... They're like, we will find
1: some sort of way to kill you.
0: And eat some part of you. (laughs) Yes,
1: even if we don't kill you, yeah.
0: Some native Australian water rats have learned that removing the heart and liver to eat is safe. Okay, I'm getting a little freaked out at, like, the intelligence of animals now.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. Why do you think we need why do you think we need like walls and roofs? It's (laughs) mostly it's mostly because of nature. Right. (laughs) Against other humans plays a big role, obviously, as well, but yeah. It's
0: not the first priority.
1: No, it's it's a mixed. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, the eating the heart and the liver and the flipping them over on their back, not enough to slow down the spread of these toads. Their territory is growing by 50. Two sixty kilometers, or thirty-one to thirty-seven miles, per year.
1: It's literally an army of toads.
0: Yeah, yeah, toad army, a termy.
1: Is that wait? Is that what they're called as a group? An army? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know either.
0: It's not a murder. Oh, it should be a murder of toads based on this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> true. The toads only move in the wet season. When they reach a new area, they can kill off ninety percent of the native predators. Yeah, they might as well be called an army of an army of cane toads specifically, like a,
1: like a zombie army because they move so slow a and army,
0: like, A army a of cane toads. <laughs> that's what that, we'll call it. That that's what we'll, we'll make it a thing.
1: Army of cane toads.
0: It'll be um, a I'm, crossword I'm gonna, clue one day.
1: I'm gonna pitch that script.
0: Army of cane to, Cane toads <laughs> exactly. In ideal conditions, it is possible to find. 2,000 cane toads in the area, in an area the size of a football field.
1: That's, that's way too many. That's not that cool.
0: <laughs> Each toad can eat 200 insects a day. The bulk of its diets are ants, termites, and beetles. Sure. They are far more efficient than Australia's native frogs. The northern coil is, quall, sorry, is on... Is one of Australia's native marsupials that have been badly affected affected because of the toads? Sure, they are the Austra- eating all their food. Yeah, they are the Australian equivalent of a cat. Mm. They have a mouse-like appearance, and in areas invaded by cane toads, it is estimated that seventy-five percent of the quolls are killed by the toads' poison. Mm. The northern quoll has di- disappeared completely in some areas of Queensland, and they are now on the endangered animal list. Some guanas, G-O-A-N-N-A, don't know what that is, but a lot of these I don't know what they are. We don't yep. have them here. <laughs> we,
1: we certainly do not.
0: Can grow over two two and a half meters or eight point two feet in length. They are a native lizard, and it is thought that between. It's pretty big. Yes, yes, it is is. Eight an eight foot lizard. lizard. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's, I do that's, not want to see that. That is almost that is it.
1: almost the width of this room.
0: No, thank
1: you. <laughs> well, you have a snake pattern for the. Uh, it's so we, we it's have not a, uh, a real thing. It, no, but it's but you know, visibly, it apparently it exists just as a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah.
0: Um, they are a native lizard, and it is thought that between fifty percent and seventy percent are killed when their habitat is invaded by cane toads. Well, see there you These go. These fucking dinner sized different sized things. All
1: we would need is a cane toad. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> Except we can't touch them; they'll kill us. No,
1: but you could you could like string them around like your house, like a perimeter, you know, and a army of cane toads. No <laughs> yes, thank you. yeah, yeah. You can learn something uh. from the Walking Dead. That's what the the saviors would do. They would, you know, use walkers as a defense
0: mm. to try and help the Australian wildlife adapt to the cane toad invasion. The Australian World Wildlife Fund. Has started releasing small cane toads ahead of the invasion, trying to help them adapt. The theory is that if the local predators eat the smaller cane toads, they they'll get sick but won't die.
1: I it's see. It's kind of an aversion to training. Boost up their immunity.
0: No, like an aversion training. Oh, so I see. So they won't mess with them. I see. You know, the toads are now changing to cope with the Australian climate. They are adapting to dry desert conditions, even though they're like in wet wet climates. For generally. They are also adjusting to very cold climates and have started breeding in saline water instead of freshwater. water. Jeez. The cane toads in Australia seem to have changed their behavior after changing countries. For some reason in the last 86 years, the tadpoles of Australian cane toads have become highly cannibalistic and are now their own biggest predator. That's... <laughs>
1: This is quite the uh, quite the arc. Oh my for, god! Uh, for, for cane toads,
0: <laughs> I love this journey for them. <laughs> now, I, can,
1: I mean, even though they're not called the the cane toads, they're they're called the horned frogs. TCU. I mean, that's oh, that's what I kind of have in my mind is what a cane toad is. It's a horned frog. Okay, their, their little logo. Mm-hmm, with the, yes, mm-hmm. it's one of the best.
0: So there's a trigger warning on this next section. Mm. The next few passages will be about how to kill cane toads. Okay, most are not pleasant, but the odd one is highly amusing to someone with a warm, warped sense of humor, which would be us. No, wouldn't it? <laughs> Let's see. Well, so as a vegan, I will say, do like in invasive species are kill are so harmful.
1: Yeah, they that literally they can need change to an environment.
0: Stopped. Yeah, and if that means killing them, it means killing them.
1: And that affects everything in that environment, e- even humans.
0: Yeah, and really, it's humans who need to go. But uh, pretty much, I'm not gonna go kill a human. Don't no. worry, I'm not no. threatening anybody. But it's not you hate know.
1: speech. We're, 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 we're talking, we're, we're talking evolutionary. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: It's not going to happen for a while, but we have killer robots now. <laughs> we'll so, just send
0: the Portland robots so to go hunt the cane might be the toads. San, the San Francisco ones. What, I um, said Portland, yeah. San Francisco, they prob- right. Hey,
1: they probably got them there too. Like, mm. like, like once you got one, you got 20. You know, they <laughs> spread, uh, police killer robots spread like cane toads.
0: Jesus.
1: And you know who they will.
0: You're just hoping that doesn't happen, but whatever. One of the methods being examined as pest control is to coat a stone with poison extracted from adult toads. The stone is placed into a plastic box. Tadpoles are attracted to the smell. The tadpoles swim down a tunnel and can't get back out. To euthanize the tadpoles, they are placed in a freezer.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay.
0: Seems very complicated, but... Yeah. Okay.
1: It's it's something to start.
0: Mm. Adult cane toads are harder to kill humanely. Gloves should always be worn when handling cane toads. <laughs> killing, ki- okay, Stephen was not kidding. Uh, killing t- cane toads by hitting them on the head with a hammer might be humane, but a slight misjudgment may result in severe pain for the toad and a splash of toxic poison up into the hammer wielder's eyes. The RSPCA in Darwin recommends killing captured amphibians by smearing them with hemorrhoid cream. Okay. The cream acts as an anesthetic. It is also useful for treating hemorrhoids. <laughs> sure. Good one, Stephen. The toads should then be placed in a plastic bag and placed in a freezer for twenty-four hours. Freeze them to death, I guess. Is the uh, seems primary to be thing. The
1: way, seems to be the way, even though it said they had adapted little by little to uh, colder climates. And, yeah. Yeah,
0: you know,
1: like it, hey, but not freezing. Hey, like a uh, doctor. What's his name in Jurassic Park? The Jeff Goldblum character, Doctor, something Malcolm. Doctor Malcolm. Doctor Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Oh my God, we should know. I don't
0: this. know. The movie came out almost thirty years ago.
1: It did. It'd be thirty years this summer. Ian but anyway, Malcolm. That sounds. Yeah, great. I think so. But yeah, you know, his famous quote: you know, "Life finds a way."
0: That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Like these cane toads. Like it. It only it took less than a hundred years mm-hmm. for them to be like, okay.
0: Took the dinos even less in Jurassic Park. Yes, you know? it did. Took mm-hmm. them like
1: a couple geneticists.
0: Mm-hmm. But Grandpa said all the dinos on the island were girls. <laughs> <laughs> There's an aerosol, aerosol spray called Hop Stop. Hop Stop. But it takes a couple of sprays to work and it isn't 100% effective.
1: So it more like maims them. It's like hop it. maim. <laughs> yeah, hop yield. Like they become uh, they become like World War One veterans. Oh. Yeah, there's just a bunch of them. You've with, been watching too much World
0: War I have, One content recently.
1: I it's but it's 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 uh good. And I have redownloaded the Battlefield One game too. Oh, okay, to, yeah. So I can virtually get back into right. it.
0: Mm-hmm. Putting the toads in a plastic bag for a few hours before transferring the bag to a freezer works it doesn't sound very practical.
1: Imagine showing up to somebody's house and they've got a whole freezer hey, full. can I... Or, or no, just coming over like, like one of those, hey, I found a cane toad. Yeah, can of those I put big it in a freezer? You know, like one of those big-ass chest, ass chest freezers. freezers? You know, like... just full of build. cane Yeah. <laughs> It would look like The Walking Dead.
0: Oh, with, virgin. With,
1: with the governor's office, he had all the heads.
0: Oh, that's but, right. But like a
1: bunch of, uh, you just had a bunch of chest freezers full of kings. Or, or
0: then you take once they're dead, you take them out and you preserve them in jars and display yes.
1: them. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, make like art out of them. Yeah, something like that. You know, and hang them from the trees and shit.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> where are to- we?
1: Where are we going?
0: <laughs> toads go to sleep. At temperatures below eight degrees Celsius or forty-six degrees Fahrenheit, (laughs) and and that puts them to sleep. Now, do you know you know about the falling iguanas? I do. Yes, I have heard of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they (laughs)
1: because they're literally asleep and they fall out of fucking trees. Yes, they do when it gets cold (laughs) enough. Yes, which
0: doesn't happen often in South Florida, but it can, can. and then (laughs) it's pretty funny. But anyway, skipping this step and putting a toad directly into the freezer. Is not considered humane. Having your yeah, partner. not
1: think so. Yeah, none of this sounds <laughs> humane. This,
0: this is a great line from Stephen. Having your partner discovering a dead cane toad in your fridge or freezer is also not considered humane and is also not likely to make you popular with your partner. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I, if, Do you speak from experience, Stephen? <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: right. <laughs> He's. Yeah, everybody. That's the other thing, too. Like, the human population, they all have a frozen cane toad story. (laughs) Oh, my
0: God. Um, Currently, the easiest way to keep the numbers down, oh, this makes sense, is to collect the strings of eggs. Even though they sound absolutely repulsive. It sounds disgusting. Yes.
1: That that would be the (sighs) easiest way. Oh,
0: God. Scientists are currently working on adapting viruses to help. I don't think that's... No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... That doesn't sound right. No. They're going to kill us all. (laughs)
1: Yeah. This is sounding more like, uh, this is getting further away from uh, The Walking Dead and sounding more like Resident
0: Evil. (laughs) It's
1: like the the path we're going down.
0: (laughs) You know, I would almost joke about making a conspiracy about COVID was a misadapted virus to kill cane toad. Eggs, but somebody could, would take yeah. it seriously. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, that might be the lane we need to go down if we need if we want to monetize this. See yeah. exactly. Yeah. If we want to get on Alex Jones and <laughs> yeah.
0: help him sell his colloidal yeah, silver, we'll to,
1: it started with the cane toads. <laughs> oh we, we go, I mean, we can literally we uh, have like a whole outline, and we can just yeah. like yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We can just go with the cane toads started it.
0: He interviewed Kanye West wearing a gimp mask. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he'd probably let yeah. have us on. Oh, the University of Sydney. Huh?
1: What? That was yours. That's your phone. No, my phone's right here. That wasn't mine. Mine's out in the living room.
0: It was my... was your watch. (laughs) It was my watch. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was Siri. You're right. I found this on the web, and it said sinus something something.
1: (laughs) It didn't say how to freeze cane toads.
0: (laughs) I think when I say seriously... Oh, no, no. Hey, seriously. Yep, see? She answered to that.
1: Okay. There we go. Yeah.
0: Hey Siri. You're not very helpful. I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help.
1: You're like a cane toad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey Siri. You're a horrible cane toad. Hmm. Is there something else I can help with? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Hey, that's a
1: that's an AI in itself, the whole the whole Siri thing. Siri's like, going to murder it's, me it's, in my it's sleep. Lowering, yes. How to kill a human uh, in her sleep.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Siri?
1: <laughs> no,
0: no, no. How do you kill a human? Uh, no.
1: Uh, no. I'm not sure I understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's just playing dumb. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: I wasn't asking for real. I was just curious what she would say. She doesn't understand. No. She doesn't understand. Not very we literally, intelligent, is she? We,
1: we don't even need to ask Siri, though. Uh-oh. All we need to do is like open up a history book.
0: Oh, hey, Siri? What? How yes. do you how do you kill a cane toad? Here's what I found from UFL Diode Oh yeah. You. Humanely euthanize any cane toads you find Humanly. by rubbing or spraying twenty percent benzocaine toothache gel
1: oh. or sunburn spray. Not five percent lidocaine on the toad's lower belly. In a few minutes, it will become unconscious. <laughs> Put the frog in a sealed plastic bag in the freezer for twenty-four to
0: forty-eight hours to ensure that it is humanely euthanized before disposal.
1: Uh yeah okay all Right.
0: well that's put see, it to sleep and freeze it <laughs> he's on it
1: yeah see this is why wow see like for things like that like that's mm-hmm. why like the you know uh like and i'm well i'm guessing they have them probably in new zealand and australia too but like we have preppers and stuff like like oh, what the, it's mm-hmm. like it's like no dude like all you need to do is ask ask siri right she can tell you what to do with cane toads
0: yeah 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 legit <laughs>
1: But can you imagine, like the the reference that was made before, that there can be up to two thousand of them on the size of a football field? Oh my god, can you imagine that? Like, seeing I don't want that? to. No. I do
0: not want to. Uh, oh my god! Somebody
1: should put that in a horror game, horror video game.
0: Just oh, you know what? That a in there. great setting for a really terrifying um, video game would be the Australian bush.
1: I'm sure there is one. There's got to be by now.
0: It would be an interesting place.
1: Be a good VR game.
0: The University of Sydney (laughs) conducted a study on using toad lungworms to help in the fight to control the problem. They were worried that the lungworms would infect native frogs and concluded that lungworms would not slow down the invasion anyway. Mm. They're taking more care about how to kill them Uh, than how to breed them. Cane toad poison is classified as a class nine drug. Other drugs in this classification are LSD and heroin. Oh my
1: god! Wow. Okay, I've had LSD. Well, I've how definitely are never LSD
0: and heroin considered on the same? I don't. Well, plane.
1: LSD is completely designer. Heroin is not. Heroin, does, heroin, heroin is grows not from a uh, poppy. Heroin is. Oh, a, that's right. Opiate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I really didn't know LSD and heroin were classed the same way.
0: Well, in Australia, at least.
1: Oh, okay. Um, the, lot, well, I never took acid in Australia.
0: <laughs> there so. you go. The hallucinatory <laughs> effects of the bufotoxin lasts less than an hour. Licking a cane toad can cause hallucinations. It's horrible there, that we know that. Yes.
1: I was like, I was like we have uh, toads in here in North America that can do that, apparently. Allegedly.
0: Oh, my God. Who is going around licking cane toads? That's disgusting. Ugh. It is dangerous. <laughs> it is a dangerous pastime, as it is possible to overdose. Uh, yeah. All uh, dogs have been known to lick cane toads to give themselves a high. Mm, okay. Dogs and cats are often the victims of yeah. cane toad toxin. Mm. It is estimated that there are over 200 million cane toads wreaking havoc on the Australian ecosystem. 200 million? Holy...
1: It's it, it, fucking... I was joking about an army. no. No, no that's... That's a legit army. That's
0: very legit. Too Holy legit to quit. It is. Yeah.
1: Hammer time. Mm-hmm. needs to go there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe if they... Yeah. Maybe if they do a dance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a army <Zarmie laughs> of cane toads doing the hammer dance. Yes. Doing the scarn. <laughs> That's <laughs> maybe, how you do the scarn. <laughs> maybe that will kill them. Maybe the scarn will kill them. Yes. There is no... I
1: mean, because, man, you need, like, a mass... Like, you need, like, uh we're at, like, you need an atomic bomb for...
0: It is the old lady who swallowed a fly situation, yes, yes. To to deal with this now. Yes, yes. There is no easy answer for the cane toad problem. Paying a bounty, that's what they tried to do at the pythons, doesn't seem to make any difference at all. Using traps around water sources helps keep the local population down. It is almost like it has has been put in the too hard basket. (laughs) Cane toads are one of the world's Worst invasive species. The intentional introduction of cane toads is just one example of humans not realizing the impact of a foreign species on the local wildlife. Or
1: or probably not even, for the most part, Mm -hmm. not even caring. Like, not even really taking it, well, we've already learned, like, not really taking into consideration, like, well, what are the effects of, you know, it's, you know. (laughs) So
0: it's it's so interesting that, like, that... Well, maybe we'll wrap with that. Sure. Let me, let yeah, me finish right. up and I'll see if I can remember yeah. what I was about I've, to I've say.
1: I've got another Jurassic Park quote coming up.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: that I know everybody's dying to hear.
0: Okay. Two species of mosquito fish were introduced in various countries to help deal with malaria. The problem is they also eat the eggs of other fish. Each female fish can produce 200 to 300 larvae every year, and it only takes more than one month to meet sexual maturity. To reach sexual maturity. The Asian carp was imported in North America to help deal with algae and fish farms. Due to local flooding, they escaped into the wild. Even though they were introduced into the southern states, they now threaten invading the Great Lakes. This could lead to the fish choking out the other native fish that exist there, which would result in a major loss for the sport fishing industry in the area. This is especially true since catching these carp with traditional fishing methods is difficult, which makes it harder for the industry to shift the sport fishing from one fish to another. Silver carp have become notorious for being easily frightened by boats and personal watercraft, which cause them to leap high into the air. The fish can jump up to 2.5 to 3 meters, (laughs) or 8.2 to 9.8 feet, into the air. That's fucking... And numerous boaters have been severely injured <laughs> by collisions Smack with the fish, by one. getting smacked yeah. in the face by a fish. Oh man! Mm-mm. That's why you stay off the water. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. that's why you stay inside. Yeah, indoors, or at the very least, not anywhere where fish can slap you in the face. That's true. Yeah. The Australian possum was introduced in New Zealand to start a fur trade. Possums kill New Zealand's native trees and eat bird eggs. Rabbits were introduced for food and for sport. The stoat was introduced to deal with the rabbits. I know what a stoat is, yeah. (laughs) The stoat was introduced to deal with the rabbits and possums, but native birds are easier to catch. Uh,
1: Yeah, this really, I mean, okay, like, now the, now the, uh, the children's,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. what was the guy's Mm -hmm. name again? Burl Ives. Burl, burn, burl, Ives. Burl Ives. Burly Ives. Yeah. Burl Ives. Anyway, like, like no shit. It is, it is literally that.
0: That was an excellent introduction. Yeah, like, no kidding. Yeah.
1: Except, uh, we all wish we were kidding. Yeah. That that all this was going on.
0: Parts of the United States are covered by kudzu, I've heard of that. A fast-growing vine native to southern and eastern Asia. Kudzu was introduced into North America for erosion control and decorative purposes in the late 19th century, however... It deprives native plants of sunlight. Mm. European starlings have been introduced into a lot of countries to control insects because they group together in flocks. Their droppings can be a problem and they eat insects and grain that native birds need to eat. I've limited myself to intentionally introduced invasive species as I'm sure most listeners in different countries can add more animals to my list. You can make a whole new podcast series if you add animals that have been introduced by mistake. And that, my friends, was the story of introduced animals in Australia that was, and New Zealand. That
1: was so... In- that was uh, like, wild. Now all I can think of are ideas for horror movies that involved cane toads.
0: Zarmies of cane toads. Well,
1: I mean, not necessarily... I mean, that, that's one angle. Uh-huh. You, know, you could you could do all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like,
0: um... No, be- it would be a scene in a horror film in in Australia, like, especially, like, in the Australian Outback, like I was saying... Uh, but like it's the hero why I've, i don't know why this group of people are like traipsing through the bush but the hero or the main characters like everybody be careful there's like 2000 cane toads in an area the size of a football field and don't touch them if you get and then of course the one of the per- peripheral characters whose only purpose is to get killed off will get it into his eye and
1: See, I was thinking it starts with the research scientists with a chest freezer full of cane toads, (laughs) and somebody's breaking in there to get something else, Mm -hmm. and like accidentally like turn off the chest freezer so that they reanimate. So they reanimate, and you know, like you know, that's that's how it starts. You do know they
0: die after their first, but this is no, I understand. I understand. I'm just making sure you understood the action.
1: Well, I mean. I want this to happen in real life too. Like, you, know.
0: you want zombies of uh, I, I cane, do. zombie canes I mean, that'd be
1: kind of a fun way to go out, although probably not really. But yeah, that'd be kind of nasty actually. All
0: you have to do is climb to the top of a sugar cane. There you stock. go. You'd yeah. have to get
1: eight feet high. Yeah. You'd be fine. So okay. everybody would build their houses eight feet high and have no. just. And, and, we, and it would turn into. Yes. And it would turn into Ewok villages. Everybody <laughs> would have. Just to get away from the Zarmi. No,
0: the reality would be it would just end up being only cane toads and the beetles that eat sugar cane would live to survive.
1: Probably <laughs> because we would have sent a nuke, like if it had gotten that bad. There was like only a million of us left. Yeah, the yeah. La- the last of us. <laughs>
0: uh Anyway,
1: if you want to run away with any of those ideas, go for it. Just as long, just give give us a producer credit. Yeah, there you go. So we get like you know special thanks. Yeah, so we get like ten grand to split, something like that. Um,
0: What I was gonna say is like it's amazing the human complete inability to empathize fully and understand that animals play an equal role in an ecosystem as we do.
1: Well of course uh, I mean it's it's literally like to me not literally to me it, like it's really like the force like everything has right. a everything has a purpose
0: what i'm saying is that humans don't do very well with that
1: they don't do well with the force
0: mm-hmm. and we've we've sort of humanized or anthropomorphized cats and dogs and like pets, certain pets but you know we haven't done that with a lot, with like cane toads, they're disgusting. <laughs> well,
1: that's why they're not cute.
0: Exactly. If, if they were
1: cute, like the if they is, like if they had cute faces, people would consider just right. having a cane toad. But the
0: thing is, they're no different than cats and dogs, and they're they no different not. than us. No, because we're not any different than cane no. toads. In fact, we're more destructive than fucking cane toads. To it can you be that. in a lot
1: of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the things I was watching the other day about about World War One mm-hmm. is how it literally changed the topography yeah. of where it was fought because there were so many shells yeah. the ground was Eaten rip, up. ripped up so much yeah. yeah and the that um the topography has never recovered from that we're yeah. talking we're talking 100 over over 100 years later at this point
0: well it would have to be kind of built up back up to where it was but
1: you can't live there because there are unexploded ordinances oh, yep. mm-hmm. fucking all over the place
0: that's what and, camilla from love island uk 3 did before she went to Love Island. Yeah. Um unexploded ordnance disposal. Mm-hmm.
1: But th- but there are pictures of what it looked like after the battles mm-hmm. and what it looks like today. Now it's all covered in grass and there are some trees, mm-hmm. but it's all like mm-hmm. choppy and like Bumpy not and not yeah. level, yeah. Like it used to be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we can we, we can we can even raw raw humans there could even be a plot where you can put cane toads in World War one <laughs> like that's that that's where it starts right there right there with the research scientist with the <laughs> with the chest freezer full of cane toads in World War one trying to come up with they a neuro didn't have trying to, trying to come up with a neurotoxin to kill I don't think
0: they have- they had ice boxes. It doesn't matter. In in an ice box, I assume. Well, no,
1: in a freezer. No, in a chest freezer. So
0: they somehow have a modern appliance? They do.
1: This has to work. (laughs)
0: You're you're dead set on this chest freezer. I'm going to make it work. That is the
1: centerpiece (laughs) of it. A chest freezer full of cane toads.
0: Of cane toads. Oh, my goodness. Somebody smarter than us, please make a graphic of a zarmy of cane toads doing the hammer dance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And put it out. (laughs) <laughs> Put it out in the general public and see how they react.
0: Just see, no one will understand what it means, <laughs> no. but they'll love it.
1: Yes. Anyway,
0: what if Pepe the Frog turned into Pepe the Cane Toad? There
1: we go. Oh, well, the Pepe the Frog—that's that's that's some weird shit.
0: But then everybody tries to poison it. <sighs>
1: yeah, I don't know. Freeze it. Mm. Yeah, this has gotten a weird place. <laughs> like, even we- oh, that
0: that was weirder than the, the Zarmy uh, in World War II. Yeah, because in a chest World War reason, I. World yes. War I. That chess yeah, didn't exist. Because that's fun. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> as soon as I said Pepe the Frog, that yeah. was what crossed the line. Yeah, I gotcha. That's not fun. I gotcha. Anyway. <laughs> thank you, Stephen. Yes, thank you. I mean, that, that was. That was very interesting and also weirdly fun.
1: Yeah, well, it's, we have a, an 86 year. Documentation essentially of the evolution of a species,
0: yeah, and mm-hmm. like how
1: quickly and
0: other species, like yes. the snake whose yeah. head evolved smaller yeah. so that it couldn't eat the frogs, yeah. like that's or the toads. That's wild. So, I'm
1: thinking that's uh, like, yes, early on things couldn't kill it or do this or mm-hmm. do that, but eventually. All species that adapt, they get again. Life, life find, finds a way. Life finds a way. What's
0: your other Jurassic Park quote? No, I can't remember it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what did it have to do with? Um, anyway, who knows? Was it
0: chaos? That's the other thing I remember from Ian Malcolm. When he's oh, when he's doing the water uh, on Dr. Sadler, yes. Yeah.
1: When he's doing the water drip on mm-hmm. her.
0: It's chaos theory. It's chaos. Okay, now which way is the water going to drop? Yeah.
1: Well, he got to live out chaos theory the character because he saw he saw a Tyrannosaurus Rex up close.
0: Yep, and <laughs> Alan like did his little slow thing when he threw it, and then Malcolm's like, "Here, come here,
1: he's just Malcolm." Like, he's just like, okay, like, now we're just
0: recounting Jurassic yes, Park, which yes, probably sucks.
1: We'll do that'll be our that'll be an all bad things episode. What to do at Jurassic Park? <laughs> How anyway. to
0: survive at Jurassic Park?
1: Yes. All right, well, thank you very much again, Stephen. That that was... It I, was really interesting. It was, it was fun.
0: Yeah, in I a mean, weird, perverted way, yes. which is what we do. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so that was Introduced Animals in Australia and New Zealand. This has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week.